1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: Born July 21st in Freehold, New Jersey. He is a stand-up comedian and actor whose non-stop work ethic has led him to appearances on The Late Show, Jimmy Kimmel Live, The Tonight Show, Comedy Central's premium blend, Good Morning America and much more, eventually landing his own sitcom, Sullivan & Son. You've seen his comedy specials, The Burn Identity, champion happy hour and tell the damn joke he directed the documentary always amazing that explored the life and career of comedian the amazing jonathan who sadly passed away earlier this week and you can check out his podcast comedy pinata on spotify apple youtube and other streaming outlets please welcome longtime friend of the show steve byrne
1: Hey, how are you guys doing? Good, man. Good. I'm sorry about uh, sorry about Jonathan, man. I really am. It's 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 incredibly hard to lose friends. And, and I know that it wasn't a, a giant surprise, but still, it sucks.
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean the guy was just such a larger than life character and you know, the you know, it's like good news, bad news. The good news is we, we knew it was coming, you're prepared for it. I mean, he outlived expectations by at least eight to ten years easily. And um you know, I got to see him Thursday, knowing the end was near, and even in, that, in those those moments, he was still <laughs> sharp witted. I mean, Joel Osborne, who's a big subject of the uh, documentary I did, Joel and the amazing Jonathan had this amazing, you know, fraternal relationship, and you know, he took this young kid under his wing and was kind of like his protege. And so, Joel and I go up and visit him, and. You know, we walk into his room and he's moaning. We're like, "Jonathan, are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's so good to see you guys. Just my head really hurts. My head is killing me." Oh, We're like, no. "Is there anything we can get you or do for you?" He said, "You can kill my wife." And
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could hear it. I could hear it coming. I was like, "Oh, you know," because that's the that's the valve, isn't it? For for all comedians, it's either explode or let that steam off at the most inappropriate time. But it's the it's what saves you.
2: Oh, my God. I mean, the guy, he was always on. You know, even when even when he was, like, laid back and not doing anything, you just always had to be on your guard with him. I mean, right. I remember one time we went out to lunch, and we sat down, we were just catching up. I'm like, oh, this this kind of odd. He hasn't cracked a joke yet or anything. So I, I was like, excuse me, I have to use the restroom. So I go to the bathroom, I come back, and I sip my iced tea, and <laughs> he spiked. He took the whole salt shaker and poured it in there and stirred it up. And again, he's just always setting you up. He's always doing something. One of my favorite things he would do back in the day when he was single is um, he would take a girl out to <laughs> he would take a girl out to a Chinese restaurant, right? Right. And he would have these pre-made fortune cookies. So when the girl would eventually use the bathroom, or he would get up to use the bathroom, he would give the waiter. A fortune cookie, and he said, he would say, when the meal ends, give her this fortune cookie. Give her this one especially. So, so the girl would get this fortune cookie, and she would open it up, and she would read it, and it says, tonight you will have sex with a clown. And as she would look up, there would be a red nose on his face <gasps> that he put on. Oh,
1: not, and not just funny. Like, I guarantee you it worked every time.
2: Oh my god, it worked every time. I mean, the guy, he was he was the best. I mean, I don't think you'll will ever see anybody that did it as well as he did. And I you know, there there's people that do comedy magic. Magic's kind of cheesy, right? I mean, you watch like somebody like Shin Lim even who's an amazing sleight of hand card magician who's headlining in Vegas and America's got talent, but it, it's almost like he, he takes it so seriously. It, it, it's laughable and Jonathan always took the, the like piss out of it, right? I mean, it was so, so funny. But he was also like, not just violent in terms of blood caps, yeah, well, but like just violent on stage. Well, that I was mean, his.
1: He, that was the thing is nobody had ever seen a guy who was so genuinely funny, had such incredible timing. But then you never expected the other stuff: the 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 cutting of the wrist, the skewering of the tongue, the freak show stuff, the bloodletting. Like because it was such yeah. a just comedy is so. In terms of what we all expect, so 180 degrees away from anything like that. I mean, truly original, truly never going to happen again.
2: No, I mean, what, I, what I, I really found fascinating was when I did the documentary. Um, it's called Always Amazing. It's on YouTube if you want to take a, a trip down the rabbit hole of his career and just how crazy he was off stage. But one of my favorite aspects was talking to David Copperfield and Copperfield said, you know, when you come to see my show, it's a—it's almost like a Disney-esque production. There's a lot of money sunk sure. into the production value of the show. But when you go to see Jonathan, it's duct tape and WD-40. It's almost like he just made it up on the spot. And I do know that there are things that he did that were on a daily basis he would just do on the fly or bring things in without testing them. Day of. So there's a lot of truth to that. And, again, I think it's that improv-based ability of him that that I I always respected.
1: If you're just joining the show, uh, Steve Byrne, Comedy Central, you know, from Fallon Kimmel, Sullivan & Son, it goes on and on, Happy Hour, Champion, the specials, some of them. And But this, comedians, you know what, you're one of the good guys. And I've always maintained that and always known that. But you... You know, really, to to uh, to lift Jonathan up before he passes away. You you know, this thing's been around a long time, and and uh, this documentary about the amazing Jonathan, always amazing. It's a work of love. This isn't the kind of thing you get rich from. It's not the, you know, the, the thing that that breaks your career wide open. It's it's a pretty specific sure. homage, and I and I think you're a wonderful friend and a truly wonderful for doing that.
2: Uh, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. And, you know, that the was the, the thing when I was most proud of the fact that we did this doc because at the time, even when we were doing this, I believe in 2018, yeah. 2017, 2018, around then, he, um, w- we didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't, you know, I was covering his return to stage. We didn't know if he would died on stage because his, his heart rate's going to spike, and that's the basis of, of how he died, you know, he had cardiomyopathy. And his heart was degraded down to, I think, 40% capacity at the time. Uh, towards the last few days, it was down to 11%, I believe, according to the doctors. So 44%, you remember how frantic he was on stage. And my whole goal was to finish the doc before he had passed. I was like, i got to get this done. i got to get this done. I was driven to do it. And when it was all said and done, I remember he looked at me in his screening room, and he said, he said, thank you, and he got up and walked out. And I knew he was getting emotional and that Ugh. to me made like it all worth it. All the hours of my garage editing, all the money sunk into it where my wife was like, are you crazy? What are you doing? Right. It, it was all worth it because of that. And to this day, um, before he had passed, he, he said, he said, this is my, my favorite doc about me. Thank you so much for doing this.
1: Uh, dude, listen, it's, you know, it's uh, it, it, that's a real labor of love, and that's something you do because you genuinely love somebody, and, and you believe the story is so good and worth telling. And you know, he spent his life entertaining. And and the other side note is, is man, you just think, why couldn't he have gotten a new heart? Why, you know, why aren't there more donors in this world? I mean, he was, he was, was he a good recipient, right? I mean, even with cardiomyopathy, uh, you can still receive a heart, can't you?
2: No, you I can't. I, there were so many complications for him along with, you know, being diabetic and a lifelong oh, right. drug user. So the issue was is that he was so hooked on drugs, especially, you know, these last few years, uh, his whole life, that basically doctors said, you know, basically if, if there was a, a gap of time where you got yourself off of drugs, your body would go into shock. So you have to keep doing. And he thought that was good news. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, suddenly it's prescribed. It's no longer a problem. The doc told me to do it.
2: That's how twisted it all is, yeah. But, you know, I, I was honored to do it. I was honored to call him friend. I was, you know, I, he was just such a special comic that, that he was so revered by comedians, the outpouring of, uh, of appreciation from everybody from... Dave Attell to all these young New York comics these days that's, that that still appreciate him and he hasn't been on stage in ten plus years. You know, it's amazing.
1: Well, listen there, again. There will be, an, there'll never be another one. There, eventually, somebody will, will, a young kid will, will fall upon the act online on YouTube. He'll see the documentary on on YouTube or online. Uh, by the way, it's called uh, uh, Am- Always Amazing, and and they're going to try to emulate it. They're going to try to think, where can I take this? But he will always be the guy who did that. And again, if you haven't seen it, I don't even want to ruin it for people. Like I just, I urge you to go find amazing Jonathan stuff. Uh, it takes twists and turns that you'll never in a million years think that just getting ready to come up <laughs> sucking on your own hanging eyeball. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a, it's a exactly, yeah
2: different look. He, is the, he was the best. I mean, he was the best at what he did. And Johnny, as you know, when, whenever you have me on, you know, I like to do some monologue jokes, and let's end this on a high, if you don't mind. Can yes. you do that for just well, a minute or two? Quite a few things going on. Quite a few things going on in the world. These, i got to tell you, Johnny, these Russian military exercises, they seem to be very realistic. Um <laughs> As you know, Sean Penn, Sean Penn is in the Ukraine. He's filming a documentary. And, and look, I think if we're serious, we want to win this war. We got to send in Alec Baldwin. Let's let's get our best. <laughs> oh, in there, guys. oh. Too soon. Too oh, soon. Too oh. soon. Guys, good news: Joe Biden offered Ukraine billions of dollars in top grade military equipment. The bad news is they got to go to Afghanistan to pick it up. Sorry. <laughs> Um, you just Russia, kicked everyone in the
1: dick on that one.
2: Everyone got a shot. <laughs> this is the last one. Russia invaded Ukraine, at, uh, and at 7 p.m. last night, France has officially surrendered. <laughs> already? Already.
1: Hey, Listen, I, by the way, this, is, this has got me so freaked out. I've been watching this thing unfold in the last 36
2: hours, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man.
1: By the way, did you already have the material you were writing, or is this literally all within the last 12 hours?
2: Uh, Oh, it's all within the last few hours. I mean, you know, you see what's going on there, and you see how the Biden administration is reacting. This guy, Joe Biden, he really does want open borders in Ukraine, too. I think this guy, he's pretty good. He's consistent. (laughs) All right, listen, man, I hope
1: everybody does see us. And more importantly... Also, besides that, I, I just I hope to see you soon. I hope you get out, get on tour, stop by the studio, hang out a little bit. I want to see whatever new shows you're developing, whatever new projects you've got going on, whatever new specials you're recording. I just feel like it's uh, it's been so long since we've been able to cross paths in person.
2: It's been a minute. Uh, I'm getting all my agents to get out there, and uh, I appreciate you having me on as always. I love you, buddy. I love your crew, and I miss you guys, and we'd love to see you guys shortly. Love you, brother. Take care, Steve. I love you.